gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Quarantine day. Five hundred fifty. It's like sixty. Sixty. Nice. Feels feels longer. Quite a bit longer. Um, honestly, this is the longest I've been stationary, probably since the coma. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck me you, Cody. Fuck off. <laughs> Whatever. Just give me a cup. Just give me a courtesy laugh, will ya? That was my courtesy laugh. God damn you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> coronavirus is still happening. I don't know. It, life feels... It feels like we're going to be hanging out with this I'm, I'm, I, for a while longer. I don't want to listen back to, like, pre-Rona or when it was, like, the story was kind of breaking because, like, I don't want to be like, ah, this will hear myself be like, ah, you know, we'll probably be fine or, like, oh, I'll be over by, like, May and just fucking cry. Here we are. I know. I miss... What do you guys miss I, the most? I'm not... I'm not at work until at least the end of the school year. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What do you guys miss the most? I don't know. Movie theaters. Yeah. I just How about you, Mason? What do you miss? I miss 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning on the streets of New York City. I don't know where I am. I just got into a fight. My pants are gone. And I'm also in the movie Uncut Gems, directed by the Safety Brothers. That's what I miss the most. I miss, no, I miss the oh, danger of no. it. I don't feel the danger here. I like the, the danger in the city kind of keeps me on edge, you know? It keeps me sharp. Even though it's like New York is kind of like Disneyland now, it's still, parts of it, there's still crazies out there. Still weird homeless guys you feel like are about to stab you with like a, a needle or something. Half a needle. Hmm. Or a noodle, as I should say. But, um, all that besides, May the 4th has come. Uh, hits a little bit different. Both in quarantine and the fact that the last Star Wars thing that was seen on a mass scale was kind of a disappointment. So, but let's not, let's try not to talk about Star Wars too much. But, um, before we get on to the main events, I Why do... Not? What? Why not? Why? Because Star Wars is the best. Yeah, because it's not Harry Potter. Hmm. <laughs> Before we move on Josh, to the Josh, what event. did you watch? Josh, Josh, what did you watch today? Save it for the end. Oh, Star Wars is going to be di- separate. Okay, fine. Star Wars. Well, you guys watch that lame show Clone Wars, right? Talk about it. Watched it. Did you, Josh? What about... What? What, what did you watch today? Like... Just in general, or Star Wars? Come on, give, oh. it the, give it the program. Pay attention. Oh, right. I watched the uh, the Clone Wars finale. That's it. I mean, though, I watched the last four. The last four episodes of the season. Well, I watched Revenge of the Sith last night, and then I stayed up and watched the other three episodes, and then the finale, and then I went to bed at four in the morning. So uh, that's awful. So you yeah, had, I know. So you hadn't watched the last four, the last. Three weeks? No, I had, but I rewatched them. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. Nice. It was pretty excellent. And then I watched, uh, what did I watch today? I watched that Mandalorian documentary thing. Not watched that. I watched... It's pretty cool. The last episode of Clone Wars, which was fantastic. Yeah. 
watched the third episode of The Mandalorian, which I think might be the best episode. And three and seven are the best. Return of the Jedi. Great movie. More like Revenge of the Jedi. No, that's maybe. No, could have been, but no. kind of was. They made posters. Would have been pretty cool. They made posters. What was now? What was so good about the finale of Clone Wars? Hey, it just just felt good. Felt right. That's did it? Perfect. Does that lead into? Did it lead into Episode Four, or what's the deal with it? No, it just kind of like wrapped up the stories, and it's like that was with the Clone Wars. Bye. I like that. Yeah. Basically. Okay. General Grievous in it? Nope. For about a millisecond. Oh, my son. I love General Grievous. That's that. It honestly, sucks. that's your worst Star Wars take because General Grievous is bad because he is actually great. He's a stupid asthmatic with a weird design. <laughs> weird design? He's got great design. He's got a bunch of arms. Yeah. And the, he, like, yeah. has lightsabers of Jedi he's killed. That's cool. Uh, who cares? And, he's, and then, he, get, he, get, then he gets his arm yeah. in five seconds. Yeah, I, that is kind of weird. Obi Wan never seemed, I don't know, that good that he that no other Jedi could have done well. Like Kit Fisto could have taken him down easy. See, Kit Fisto was mm. no, yeah, he was no, he was still alive when Grievous was around. No, not really. Yeah, he was. Grievous was around for a long time. Kit Fisto only died when the, I'm just saying, the we're talking about like on screen. He was at the Emperor. When Grievous died. Okay, so they were both alive for however many years before that. That's I'm trying fair, to rewrite history and cut out I my think, son I, Kit I Fisto. don't think Kit Fisto would have won against his Like, um, Obi-Wan doesn't general. seem that much better than Kit Fisto. Just in general combat, is all I'm saying. And I feel like he would have lasted longer against the Emperor than Kit Fisto did. Who is the guy with the big head? Again, I, I ask this all the time. It's like Mondo something. Keati uh, Mundi. Keati Mundi. Yeah, yeah. I hate that guy. He's gross. He looks like um, Rocky from that one movie. <laughs> he was yeah, like, that's Rocky. a good take. He was that's like a, Rocky's dad. Or like the elephant man's uh, brother who caught a break. A genetic break. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Christ. I love right, it. What else? That's our Star Wars talk for today. Let's end it on that note. I watched, um, I watched something Star Wars. Oh, I watched, um, I don't know if you, you might have seen it, Josh. I don't know about you, Cody. I don't know if you watch him. But uh, Jeremy Johns did a, like, uh, alternate universe review of Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars script. Mm-hmm. Which was actually kind of fun. That's the Star Wars content I consumed today. Thought it was a neat little thing to do. Because... Sure. It's just, it's a bummer that no, that they stopped making Star Wars after 8, that there was no ninth Whatever, movie. It's gonna that's, be such like, a, that's such a boring take to have, Mason. You are such a, you are one of them. You've become one of them. What do you mean? Remember the toxic fans that you hated with yeah, the, the Last Jedi? Yeah, remember people that are like, oh, J.J., Ryan Johnson ruined everything. If the Last Jedi doesn't exist, it's not canon. Yeah, that's you now. I strongly disagree because they're wrong. No, you don't. Because he just did that. They like they hate it for they hate it for political. They hate it for political woke reasons or political. I hate wokeness reasons, and I hate it because it's a bad movie. Mason, Mason, shut the fuck up. No, Uh, (laughs) you hate it, Uh and it doesn't matter why you hate it. You no, you're not. You no, that doesn't work that way. It does because I I don't like they don't like it. No, 
that's that's completely different. And some of them, and some, and some of them just don't like it because it's bad. They think it's a bad movie. Yeah, but that's not right. Okay, well, well there's no such thing as right and wrong. It's a movie. It's art. It's objectively. No, it's not objective. There's no such thing as objectively good right. art. Okay, but I'm just saying, if you had if you had me who hates Last Jedi or hates um. Rise of Skywalker, explain why I hate it, and you picked a random person who hates Last Jedi, I feel like I would be able to make more coherent sense and not say the libs Yeah, you probably all. would. It doesn't make either one of you more right than the other. It does. No, it doesn't. Cody? <laughs> if you hate... Okay, you're saying that if somebody says, I welcome, hate Last Jedi... Welcome to a dramatic reading of our group text, everybody. <laughs> so, wait, I, 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 we'll move after this. If you, You're really saying to me that if you talk to somebody who said, I hate Last Jedi because it's too PC and I don't like... And, and Rose is, like, shoving in feminism where it shouldn't be. And I think they're wrong and they're stupid, but they're welcome to that. Well, if that's the reason they give, but I mean, they, they're not there, more right there are me. people that there don't are also, think it's There are also movie. people that just think it goes against what the other movie did, and there are people that think it ruined Luke Skywalker, and the people that think... Yeah, but we're not, talk, I'm not talking, about, we're not talking about people who you can have a general discussion with. They, they like... So you mean the majority? Do you mean the majority of people? Josh, have you, do you live in the United States of America? I'm wondering if you do. Most of, I'm just saying, most people in America, look at our education. We are not a smart country. We're behind Gosh. in a lot of things, critical thinking being one of them. I'm right, you're wrong, the end. Hey, Josh, facts don't care about your feelings, bro. Exactly, so there you go. Your feelings don't matter here. The facts are that it's all subjective, mm-hmm. and I'm that's, right, and you're wrong. That's objectively untrue, though. Anyways. Your face is objectively untrue. That was fun. You got me there. I can't, <laughs> I can't refute that. So Rise of Skywalker. No, Why we're done. Betrays- I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I brought up Star Wars at this point. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is kind of a, it's, it's a whole bag. It's a whole bag, isn't it? It's like reaching your hand to like. It's like when um, it's like when in Harry Potter four, Goblet of Fire, when they uh, reached their hand in the dragon bag, you didn't. You just didn't know what you were going to pull out. Like Harry got burnt. The other ones kind of did okay. It's kind of what Star Wars is. Cody, we're not going to be done talking about Harry Potter. Just so you know. Um, I'm so, going to leave the call, then I'll talk to you guys later. No. What if I said... Not actually leaving the call, let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> so, we're here today, before hashtag Fonzo Talk, which I think is happening next week, right? What's tomorrow, the What's 5th? this? Fonzo? The Josh Trank picture? Uh, is that I don't a, is know that what you're talking about. Oh, no, 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 the, 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 Capone. Capone. It was Fonzo for a time. Now it's Capone. Because they're cowards. What they about it? Is that coming out? Yeah, right, Josh? Did I make that up? What about it, that it's coming out? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out in May. Like, or it is week? May. It's coming out, yeah, it's the next week, May 12th. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't know. Yeah, so before <laughs> we get back into the whole new movies thing, whatever that means, um, we just passed a decade, and I'm finally convinced you guys to talk about the decade in movies with me. Because it's, it's going to be fun. Because it's a decade. With a caveat, though, there's, there's, a, there's an amendum, an addendum, that's the addendum. word, that needs, there's a little asterisk that goes after that sentence. Right? Right, Mason? By the powers of editing, perhaps not. <laughs> Fuck. It's never been used on me before. <laughs> or I just beep you. It doesn't matter. I don't like it. Okay, well, you guys don't like lists because you're stupid and lame, so we won't do more lists, any more lists other than the end of the year. Cause I, because apparently I am 
overpowered by dumb people who are not cool. I don't know, dude. Just, just look at the numbers. People don't like lists. I don't know if that's true. I've never seen it. <laughs> what numbers? But I assume. Show me numbers, and I'll and I'll. If you show me know, numbers of people don't like lists, then I will will never do a list again. <laughs> you show me numbers. That's all I want to see. I want real, actual data. Find you want to see some numbers? Yeah, I want to see some I'll numbers. Show you some numbers. Do it. That's right. You can't. You can't. Anyways, so we are doing a top ten. Going out with a bang. Going out with a bang of the decade of the 2010s. Weird decade. Uh, Two presidential elections. Uh, Bin Laden. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. That's all. That's really all that I that sticks out to me. I guess it was like 2010 to 2019 is where like I don't know. It's like a phase of. I feel like 2010, or 2000, 2009, I was, like, still a boy. And, like, 2010 on, I started to, and then became, like, an adult person. And then this year's, this decade's probably going to be, like, I'm gonna, probably going to have, like, a kid at the end, so that's very strange. So, yeah. Ugh. I'm going to look out back in the 2010s with a lot of nostalgia, I feel. But for right now, let's be nostalgic for, like, four months ago, because that's the last time... Five months ago. That's the last time life made sense. So, uh, I will start with my honorable mentions, because I have a pretty big list. Uh, I had twenty, I picked out 25 beforehand to, in contention, and then shuffled them around. So, basically, I'm just going to read off my honorable mentions from 25 to 11. So, enjoy. 25, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 24, Inception. Tough cut. Kind of Now I'm kind of sad that it made it so low, but this is kind of an awesome decade for movies. 23, Star Wars Last Jedi. You guys want to do another 15 on that, or no? <laughs> no, we're good. Okay. Uh, 22, Lady Bird. 21, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. 20, Toy Story 3, which we'll be talking about later, I'm sure. 19, Snowpiercer. 18, Skyfall. Uh, 17, Grand Budapest Hotel. 16, Django Unchained. Might be my new favorite Tarantino movie. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, 15, The Post. 14, Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. Uh, Looper was a tough cut. Um, but he really could have had three movies on this whole spiel, so love him. Uh, 13, Everybody Wants Some. 12, the best heist movie of the decade, Hell or High Water. And number 11, one of my favorites, Just Missed the Cut. I changed it out the last second. Um, one of my favorite biopics of all time, Steven Spielberg's The Adventures of Tintin. That's actually Lincoln. But Tintin rules. Okay, so. I, was, I was trying to see if that was a joke or not, but... It wasn't. It was. It was a joke. It was a joke. Because you know I've never seen Tintin. Tintin's good. Tintin's really good. It, um, but they didn't make another one, and they said they would, so that might make you upset. Because Peter Jackson decided to do the Hobbit movies, and, like, that's a whole thing instead. And I'm just so tired. I, I like the first Hobbit movie, but... What about those last two, though? Well, the second one's okay. What about that last third one? one no. Third one's not very good. <laughs> are you are you fine in hindsight that Jackson did what he did and made another trilogy, or do you wish something else would happen? I wish he only made it into two movies. Right. Hell, he probably could have done it in one. It should have been one three-hour movie. Would it well, work to one as one? Yes. Yeah, probably. There's, because there's a fan edit someone did of all three movies cut down into three hours, and it's so much better. Oh, link that. I want to see that. If I can find it again, I will. Please do. I'd like to watch that. Are you doing a fan edit or something? Yeah, Harry Potter. 
Oh, you're cutting the, the hollows? I'm putting, I'm definitely hollows one and two with all the deleted scenes finished and put back into the movie. How many deleted scenes are there? I don't remember them. There's like 18 to 20 minutes. Really? I'm assuming mostly in one, right? Yeah. Because that whole mon- that two, opening montage, two, I remember. Two, two most of it is just like little bits right. here and there. Huh, interesting. Do you have like a runtime that you're trying to adhere to, or are you just going to see what happens? uh, Right now, it's about 4.37. Shit, really? Wow. One is so much longer than two. I I always forget that. It's like a half hour? 45, maybe? No, it's only like 10, 15 minutes longer. Hmm, That movie flies by. God, we'll talk about that. Uh, Cody, honorable mentions, any? Yes. Good. Oh, a bunch, in no particular order. Um, Blade Runner 2. Oh, fuck. Zero, four, nine. Uh, that's another one of mine. Shit, I forgot about that one. Um, Man of Steel. Cool. A All Quiet right. Place. Ooh. La Land. <laughs> that is interesting, because I know... If we can stop down on that for a second. I know Josh doesn't want to like that movie. I loved it when I first saw it. I have not thought about it for a second since, and I thought I would be like rewatching that every year. So that's that's fun to me that you ended up liking that more than either of us. I really like that movie. I like musicals, so yeah. But huh. I'm a weird. Um, Patterson. <laughs> you love Patterson. <laughs> Patterson's a great movie. I still got to see that. I gotta watch it tomorrow. Uh, Sing Street. Oof, tough cut. Swiss Army Man. <laughs> the Vavitch. The Social Network. That's... Why isn't that... Why is that not a mention? Because it is. And <laughs> Whiplash. I have two Chazelles in your honorable mentions. Wow. All of those could have been in the list. Honestly, I kind of just made the list and then threw numbers at it. But I tried my best to... But... Any of those could have been replaced with ten, okay, and probably nine too. But we Martin. good, we good. Okay, Josh, honorable mentions. Any? I have three or four. Let me look. Wow, impressive. Uh, yeah, I have one, two, three, four. Uh, you had to count that. <laughs> Star Wars: Force Awakens, uh, Inside Out, Mad Max, and War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I meant to put Mad Max in there. But you didn't. But I didn't. You didn't. Probably going to be less of it this time, but just in case, if you have, and I think I've already heard a few honorable mentions that, you know, will, that are on my list, so. Uh, but if you have something and it's higher, say so. So, with that said, uh, my number 10 is my highest ranking Denis Villeneuve film, even though he's made three that are, right, three? Yeah, Sakari. Yes. Sakari I liked, but did not love to love of these three. But uh, my highest ranking Denis film, the second best, in my opinion, sci-fi movie of the decade. I just rewatched a little while ago, and it just, it owns so, so hard. It, very rewatchable. Got robbed at the Oscars. Amy Adams, justice for her. Uh, Arrival is my number 10. I forgot about that movie. <gasps> three. How do you forget about Arrival? Because I haven't seen it in a long time. Cody. I'll forever think of this movie as the movie that came out, like, the day, the week of the election, I think. I saw it, like, two days after. 
maybe. So that kind of taints it. But um, other than that, Aces, Aces, Phil May. Josh, do you have that? What, Arrival? Yeah. No. No. Ooh. But I also haven't seen it since theaters, so that could change. I don't know. Mm. It is... Honestly, if this... <laughs> and this just I love back, the last part. I don't know. I haven't seen it since. So. Right. If the supporting male role was played by any... Not anybody, but if, if it was somebody other than Jeremy Renner, this would probably be top five, but... And he's great in this. Don't get me wrong. He's great in this. I like. I love him in American Hustle, which did not make the list. Don't worry. Even though that movie's awesome. Uh, <laughs> if it was, if it was like I don't know, John Hamm, I guess, just to pick a random, you know, handsome white guy, this would definitely be top five. But he just, uh, even when he's good, I just still kind of hate him. And I always think of his app. Do you guys remember, do, you remember, do you remember his app? From yeah, yeah, ago? I know. That's so stupid. And it just makes, it just kind of takes me out of it, unfortunately. But, you know, credit where credit's due, he's really good in the movie. Um, and I think this is probably going to go down as Denis's best movie. Though that's kind of hard to say, because he's, you know, who's, who's to say what he makes after, and then if what he's already made, how that ages. But uh, over, as it stands, rival rules. Cody, you're number 10. Uh, Steve Jobs. We'll talk about that. It's a little low. Kind of upset. It's it's where it needs to be. I'm curious to see the rest of your list then. Josh, number 10. My number 10 is a movie that I'm sure Cody has higher. It is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Man. Yeah, chill out. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, back-to-back uh, picks from 2016 for me. Uh, might be... It's my favorite movie year of of the year, but it definitely ranks higher. I think people sleep on 2016 a little bit too much. It was a fire movie year. And my new favorite, because I don't know if you know, you guys probably didn't notice, but everybody wants him used to be my favorite. And then time has kind of done its thing and it slid down the list a little bit. Not, not so much due to it, but just the, my 10 and my nine are just two movies that I find more value in and just, I have more urge to rewatch. So my number nine is my, uh, is my second favorite, I guess, animated movie of the decade. It is Kubo and the Two Strings. I mean, stop motion is kind of one of my favorite things, as we've as we've discussed. And this is just this movie is just absolutely fucking stunning. And you know, even if I wasn't already partial to animation, the story that it tells is just awesome. And the ending of uh, with the I won't spoil it just in case not too many people saw it, but the ending resolution with the, with the vein, main antagonist is just one of the most daring, I guess, and just beautiful kind of zigs that I've seen a story like that take probably ever. I just, every time I revisit it, I just kind of, my heart drops at that scene uh, right towards the end. And it's just, it's it's the perfect kids movie. And I wish I saw it at a younger age. I wish I was like nine and saw this movie and it'd be like my favorite thing forever. So uh, nine is Kubo and the Two Strings. Love it so, so much. Cody, you're nine. My nine is Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, nice. Not on my list, but good pick. Um, I think that might be my action movie <laughs> pick. Over Mad Max, though. It's interesting. Yeah, you see, I didn't think about it. I love Mad Max. It's an excellent movie. Yeah, I, I love Fallout, but... I, but Max. Mission Impossible Fallout was... I, I can't think of a single thing that was wrong with that movie. Mm-hmm. And just... I, I, I don't really... 
know what to say because we did a whole episode on it, but it's just an excellent movie. One of the best action movies I've ever seen. So it does it, looking at your list, does it rate as the highest just straight up action or, you know, movie leaning more to action than anything else? Yes. Interesting. Um, you can make an argument for a different one, but we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Josh, number nine. My number nine is Swiss Army Man. Well done. You say well done or hold on? I said well done. Okay. It's a masterpiece of weird cinema. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Stan Radcliffe's best performance that he should have gotten an Oscar for. And I love him and Paul Dano and it's beautiful and artful and weird. And I love it. Definitely like what Paul Dano has done with his career. And he's, he's, he's hitting his I'm going to be in a blockbuster movie at the exact right time. So excited for what he does with Riddler. <sighs> he's done blockbusters before. Has he? He's done, like, he's done like mainstream movies before. I'm talking about like big franchise sequels, da da da, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I don't think he's done anything, no. Right? No. Maybe. I don't know. I thought he was. He's just done weird stuff. I like that. I like that. Daniel Radcliffe, by the also, too. It's worth noting. He, he and Elijah Wood... I don't. I feel like a lot of actor. Yeah, I feel like he hasn't capitalized on his post Lord of the Rings thing yet. Like he's done some, he's done good weird stuff, but it just Danny Radcliffe, I guess, has just kind of done it better. I feel like he's made more of an impression, and you know, you just it's almost it's almost kind of enough to know that Radcliffe's attached himself to something to, to know that it's worth seeing. He's just so so good. Oh, Alex! Oh my God! When he was Alex Jones in Prisoners, not that Alex Jones. Dano. Oh, God. He rolled so hard. That made me laugh every time. Do you think they did that on purpose? Was, was that Alex Jones a big a deal? Yeah, was he a thing when that movie came out? I think he was pretty fringe at that point. He's only, he only came around, like, when... I think he came around in 2015. When, Alex, when we had to actually think about Alex Jones. Wasn't he an actor before? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. He was married before. His wife divorced Uh-oh. him and savages him on Twitter. And he has a son named Rex who goes on Infowars. So it's a family business, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> don't ask me how I know much. I think... Did you guys hear... Step, quick stop on Alex Jones. Did you guys hear what he said on a show the other day? About how he eats ass? <laughs> no, it was something else. <laughs> he basically goes on the show and he's like, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there with my family. I'm talking. It's like, I've got enough food, I've got enough supplies to, to last like a couple days, but I'm prepared to eat my neighbor. I'm going to string him up in my front yard, I'm going to gut him, I'm going to feed him to my daughter. <laughs> I was like, why are you thinking about this when you save two years of food and supplies and stuff like that? Why is that front of mind, front of mind right now? I don't understand. Two it. years is a long time, dude. Uh, yikes. Uh, king Alex Jones. King, king dipshit. Uh, we do stand a king. We do. Number eight is, for me is something that's been mentioned prior it is i think the best animated movie i've ever seen uh but you know as my brain goes best and favorite is different so it's not my favorite but it certainly is one of the best it ranks at the top of my uh, of animation for the decade for me inside out uh masterpiece i just can't i just can't say enough about how smart this is and how clearly and confidently communicates its main ideas and its main themes and it's just it's Pixar, sh- this movie should not work as well as it does, and I don't know 
maybe it's the, I don't know what it is about Pixar, but maybe it's like the benefit of time or just how they develop talent or something. But just it's it's incredible to me how just so consistently they put out stuff like this uh, yeah. that just blows me away. Like I don't know, I just uh, so I'm, I'm Soul is most of the same team, so I'm assuming it's probably going to be along the same lines uh, as as Inside Out and. Yeah, I'm just I'm stoked to see every, whatever they do next. But um, and this movie is just really funny. Like uh, it was one of those. I think I was I was still working in a movie theater when it was out, and I, w- I would always duck into the theater in that last little bit when they do like they go into different people's heads, like the ones with the cats or whatever. Just so they just kill. Oh man, love it. Uh, Cody, number eight. Um, what is my number eight? My number eight is Shutter Island. Really? Yeah, that's my first big boy movie. That's a great movie. What do you mean by big boy movie? Uh, that's the first time I realized I think I like movies. Nice. Okay, so it's nostalgic. You were what, like 15 when that came out? I was Yeah. 15. Came out in 2010, right? Yeah, you were 16, right? Um, no, I was 15. Depends when it came out, I guess. Yeah. Probably like July, September, somewhere in there. So yeah, I was 16. But... Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and it was the first time I actually really appreciated a, uh, a performance and thought, hey, cool, uh, there's no army scenes in it. Like, you know, the, <laughs> no big, super huge action movie right. that I really liked. Interesting. Weird uh, looking back at the decade and just his career overall. Weird, weird movie for Scorsese to do. He was... He was kind of wild in that uh, late late two thousand late two thousands early twenty tens area. He made this. He did Hugo. It's like Marty, baby, what are you doing? But I'm glad he did it. Hmm. Kicking was, the coke. <laughs> yeah, I think that was well past that. But was this the first time you saw Mark Ruffalo too? I feel like no, people either saw him in that or it was first. Nope, I saw him in Thirteen Going on Thirty first. I've never seen that movie is excellent interesting so finish Mamma Mia 2 is what I'm hearing no mm, maybe maybe, maybe. okay <laughs> for your next birthday shit <laughs> oh really I get a half each year great awesome yep that's not fair Josh your number 8 right yeah my number 8 is I don't remember if you mentioned this or not but the social network yeah we'll talk about that okay that's what I thought. My number seven to do another quick Scorsese is not my favorite of the decade, Fizz, <laughs> but certainly was up there in contention for a long ass time. I still think it's one of his top five movies overall. I just uh, caught this a few minutes of it on TV, like literally an hour ago. Uh, this it's uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, for fuck's sake, this I think this is the best comedy of the 2010s, just because it's funny as all comedy should be, and it also it's just it's a it's a great it's a very relevant kind of commentary about the day. I think Marty was kind of, I think he was pretty ahead of his time in, and maybe this is just kind of an accident, but showing kind of the, of excess and showing how that kind of get, that gets people into trouble. This is a little while. I think we were pretty much out of the recession at this point, but, um, Stratton, Stratton Beaumont? No. Stratton Oakland? Oakland? Oakman? I don't know. Belfort. I don't know. (laughs) Well, so now it's going to bug me. Uh, it's, he certainly used it to tell just the story of how we got into the recession and, you know, all the the braggadociousness that came with it. 
this was like I think the fourth time that Leo should have won the Oscar. So what else is new? But he is just so great in this. This is his movie all the way through. I think this is like if you do the Leo Mount Rushmore, this Wolf of Wall Street is a million percent on there. And um, it, Jonah Hill is awesome in it. It's just it, it's it's an, three hours of just nonstop adrenaline, and it just never never lets up. And uh, I'll just remember going to see it. It was just, what is this, 2013, right? So I was 18, right? Because this came out kind of in the fall. And just me and my two, mm-hmm. two of my good good dude friends went to see it. And there was like a nun in the theater. And it was like the really tiny one in Ithaca, like Theater 14, I think, at the very end, Cody, if you remember. It's like got mm, I do. 50, 40 seats, something like that. And it was just jam-packed. And everybody was losing their minds. It was awesome. And there was, a, and because it was Ithaca, and because it was later in the year, this like I feel like this was a lot of people's, and not just where I was, but just in the world, I guess, a lot of people's first R-rated movie, and that just <laughs> went this hard because it's like, oh, it's DiCaprio, he's like biggest movie star in the world, and Scorsese, you know, oh, he made Goodfellas and all that kind of stuff, and I don't, know, I just think this was, this, I think this is a big movie for a lot of people because this is the, certainly the first time I really felt my independence that. You know, I was 18, and this movie's, like, had a big reputation uh, preceding it of being so raucous and just fucking nuts. So, uh, I guess I have some nostalgia for that, but, hmm, interesting. Uh, Cody's number seven. Number seven? Did ja- No, okay, yeah. Yeah, you know. My number seven is Inception. Ah, tough cut. Very Hold on. excellent. Hold on. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. Josh, you're number seven. My number seven. You say Inception, I swear keep, to God. I keep going back and forth between seven and six. I'll just give it seven. Fine. Uh, seven is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Good movie. Very excellent. Great movie. I will recuse myself. Incredible sequel. For this conversation. One of the best sequels. Yes, I agree. Gary Owen was in that one, right? Yes. Yes, he was the villain. Dreyfus. Yes. I always remembered that because I always thought I think of Richard Dreyfuss. He was very good. I should rewatch that at some point. I recognize that. I, I saw I saw Rise like on TNT at ten o'clock at night and thought it was whatever. And Dawn I went and saw War. I, War I end up. I think I like that a lot more in hindsight. But I don't know. Dawn just never hit, hit with me. I guess Dawn is a Shakespearean tragedy disguised as a blockbuster. How many Shakespeare movies have you seen? <laughs> a lot. Not a lot. Okay. Well, here's the thing about Shakespeare that not a lot of people... Shakespeare is usually better when it's not Shakespeare and it's redone as something else. Right. Here's the thing, though. And this I'm not trying to pick on you at all. It's just something I've noticed. And I watched... Well, I watched a Pacino documentary about Shakespeare a little while ago that kind of got me thinking about this. Is that I really get annoyed when people call something Shakespearean when it's grim. Because one of the things about Shakespeare is that he's actually pretty funny. And he puts a lot of jokes into his stuff. And the point of them isn't to be like scheming and Machiavellian kind of stuff. It's supposed to be, it's like disguising great drama in what is, what's the equivalent of popcorn entertainment in the 1600s? I don't know, like nut entertainment? I don't know. But the point of, Shakespeare's got to be that's funny. That's literally what it is, though. It's, it's not, disguised. It's a but drama. Saying, but it's, no, 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 but it's, it, it's, it's disguising drama it's in something, no, it's disguising drama in something accessible. Like, I think, you don't hate me for this, but like the thing, I think the per- the writer that closest, most close resembles uh, Shakespeare is Sorkin. You say the f- okay, I thought you were about to say something about the Irishman, and I was going to throw my laptop out the window. No, it's it's Sorkin because you know, as Cody, you can attest to this. 
West Wing is one of the best dramas on TV, but that, that's ever been on TV. But it was also pretty funny, and there was a, usually a joke or two, you know, plays pretty prominently throughout the episode. That's kind of what Shakespeare did, and that's just mm-hmm. something that we've lost, I think, with this whole with thinking that Shakespeare is the king of drama, and he is, but he's also the king of making things accessible and not just making, you know, and it's not all about the soliloquies. It's sometimes about like the fart jokes and. Falstaff being fat and a slob and all that kind of stuff. Indeed, we do stand. We do stand. But also, there's also a chance that Shakespeare didn't exist. So I don't know. Whatever. I like that theory that he was just like he was a pseudonym for a bunch of different writers. That this he was like the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Great movie. Yeah, sure. Okay, should rewatch it at some point. Probably won't, but I should. That was your seven, right? Cody, you're six. No, my six. Sorry. What about your six? My six is The Social Network. Yeah. We can talk about it? Perfect movie. Perfect movie. Very good. See, that's, that's Shakespeare, I think. It's like that's Wardo right. and Zuckerberg, they're like, they hate each, they, they have this friendship, and then it becomes a, a, a there's tension, and then they become just complete rivals and assholes, and they hate each other. But there's also funny shit like the chicken, and how he planned the chicken, or... And, or you know when he when Zuck when Zuck like checks that guy's math when it was like adding two plus two like it's that kind of stuff it's funny. Anyways, but yeah, Social Network is awesome. I I think it's the this is a very worn opinion, but it's the movie of the 2010s as far as I'm concerned because it's just it's about the thing that's kind of taking control of the universe uh, and showing it for what it is, and it's just kind of like a dick measuring contest between Zuck and Wardo. So as, as that's at least that's what I interpreted it as. Yeah. Well, he didn't sure. get into finals clubs, you know. It's oh. Also, it, I really hope that when it's when all is said and done, that this isn't the last time that Fincher and Sorkin work together because they're just their skill sets are just perfectly matched. Like I like Sorkin as a director. I hope he continues to follow his heart or whatever. But I don't think you get a lot much better than in terms of like a prestige, quote unquote, uh, Oscar drama than. Sork, uh, Fincher directing Sorkin's words. I don't care what it's about, just do it. But, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, what a guy. Thoughts on Social Network, yes. Jeff? A masterpiece. It's a great movie. Master. Is your favorite Fincher, right? Yeah, easily. Should not be as rewatchable as it is, either. Not just to me. Like, obviously, I'm stupid and weird, and I could rewatch this every day, but, like, I feel like normal, just random, like, ah, I watch a movie tonight, people. I feel like they watch it a lot. At least I, I think so? I think so. It hasn't really been on a streamer that I know of, so maybe that's not true. Hmm. I'm like 90% sure it's on Netflix. Is it? That's a good place for it. I mean, well, I, it'll, I'll tell you, it'll be on Netflix, because once, when they sign a director, like, Fincher's making Mank for them... They usually like gobble up as many of the director's movies as they can. Like, there's a bunch of Scorsese stuff on there, but yeah, exciting. E- Cody's number six, right? Um, yeah, it's a great question. My number six is Hereditary. Nice, J- Josh. Not on mine, but I love what the, the movie. fuck. <laughs> um, that's probably my. Favorite horror movie of the decade. Um, just everything about it works for me. I can't remember if this is the one you like or not, Mason. 
Uh, no, I like I like it. I like it. I like Midsummer more. Oh, okay. That's Midsummer's fair. a three and a half, a seven out of ten. Hereditary's a six. Crucify me if you must. No, whatever. Um, yeah, I just think everybody's really great in it, and it's scary. Gave my roommate um, a hard time sleeping for about a month. It's just I like it a lot. I'm done. <laughs> okay. We saw that together. We did see that together. It's good times. Regolith Kamal. Back when we could go to movies. Back when we lived in the same place. That too. Better times. For, eh, not really. Different times. Uh, Josh, number six. You said you were flip-flopping. Six. I'm curious to see what number it actually is. Is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Whoa! Higher than Force Awakens. Wow. I've, I've said this multiple times before. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, That's he good. has. Yeah. That's good. I love this movie. It's incredible. I don't care what people say about it. I don't care how divisive it is. I think it's incredible. I love what Ryan Johnson did. And I also like what J.J. Abrams did to follow it up. Not as much, but I still like it. Suck a wiener. I don't know. Weird take. Do you see the yeah. pictures that he posted behind the scenes? Today? Yeah. Cool. The one of uh, the one of uh, Hamill and um, Driver in the in that sound stage, that was pretty sick. I like that a lot. Like the lightsabers, and then a Frank Oz and Yoda. Oh, so cute! Precious, precious children. Uh, I think as as of right now, it's May fourth, twenty twenty. Don't think we're going to see that Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie. <laughs> I think he's pretty committed to the ha- Knives Out universe. So, oh well. I don't even know if we're going to see any Star Wars movie anytime soon. Yeah, Taika's is a long way gone, isn't it? That one's not going to be until at least 2023, because Thor is 2022. Jesus. I don't know he's if not he's going to He's not going to do February, Thor, and then December Star Wars in the same year, because that's physically impossible. Literally. Um, but, like, how many how many people have been announced for Star Wars like that never been making Star Wars? Kevin Feige produced one that's... Happening. That, those could be the same one. I have no idea. Seems for two. Um, and then there's that one with the slight director. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. Jesus. That's a thing. And then the Ryan Johnson one. I don't know. I, I don't really care at this point. It's like when, when they announce, when they tell me a confirmed date and a title and a director and a writer, and I see them shooting the movie, then I will care. Tell then, do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, I just don't know what I don't know. I'm curious to see what he ends up doing with it because, like, I feel like we learned we we went through that fight already with the whole Lord Miller. It's like they're hiring these up and comers. Not to say that Tyke is much of an up and comer anymore. He's kind of arrived, but that they hire these guys and like, do they do they let him and do they let him make a Taika Waititi movie or is he making a Star Wars movie and then they're gonna fire him when he makes too much of a Taika Waititi movie? I, I don't know. I'm worried we're just going to go over the same shit again. And they're just going to get, like, I don't know, Steve Cloves to do a draft or something. I mean, they let Ryan Johnson make a Ryan Johnson movie. So. <laughs> I don't know, but the Lord Miller, Trevorrow. Have- I don't know. Who knows? Uh, their track record isn't good, so I don't know. I'm worried. but fine. I'm fine with Taika not just doing Thor and then doing something else and not even doing Star Wars. So it's a win-win either way. I'll make a movie regardless. is fantastic, so. Yeah. Taika. Was it funny? Yeah. 
It has funny moments in it, but it's not like a comedy. Well, was The Mandalorian as a whole funny? Not really. It was it has wait, what was, your, what was your question? What? what? What did he ask you? I asked I, if Mandalorian was funny. Oh. Well, was his was Taika's episode funny? The, I don't remember. Yeah, it had was, the... Is the finale? Yeah, his is the one where, you know, those two stormtroopers are just kind of, like, talking at the beginning. And yeah. And they're kind of goofing around. And it's funny. Okay. Hope everything works out. Not optimistic that it will. You're never optimistic. Uh, well, again, look at the track record. Yeah. A lot okay. more has gone wrong than right, I feel, with Star Wars. And, and film, at least. D.B. Weiss, Dave Benioff, remember those guys? Yeah, that was yeah crazy. fuck those guys. Is that actually happening? I forgot. No, I, I won't see that one. Yeah, no. I thought you liked the finale of Game of Thrones. No, I did not. Oh, I, I thought you it. accepted it and liked it. Wait, no, so, it was it was very bad. So what are Benioff and Weiss doing? They're doing a show now. That'll probably get canceled. Who cares? Okay. They're the one. They're the guys that said themes are for fourth grade research papers or whatever. Oh yikes! Oh yikes, guys! I hate them so much. Oh my god! They got cool names though. I gotta give them that. David Benioff's a cool name. DB Weiss is a good name. I like them. Anyways, uh, my number five, right? Yes. Sure. Interstellar. Forgot no. about that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Good Boo. movie. Bad. Good ass movie. Um, I'll just talk about it. Go on. I haven't seen it in a while. I had tickets to go see it, and then Corona fucked my life. So that's sad. Hope it gets rescheduled at some point. Because um, I think I was trying to lure you down in the city for it, Cody. But yes, I, I thought about going. it. You thought about it? <laughs> yeah, I would have gone. Yeah, nice, nice. Could have stayed in my uh, guest room. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I mean, whether, how you, how you interpret a story is just up to you. It's like, you know, I hate the decisions made in Rise of Skywalker. And for my reason, some people hate the story decisions. No one makes here for other reasons. It's all subjective. Things hit, things hit the ear differently, but I don't know. I feel like when I'm watching this, I'm, I feel like Nolan feels like he's making his best movie. And that is just a really, really great feeling. Um, it's just, it's big, it's unafraid to be messy, I guess, just because that's kind of what life is, and the way that it plays with time, and the cinematography by Hoyt Van Hoytema, and music, ah, it's still my favorite score of all time, is, is the Interstellar score, I mean, Hans... That is very good. Hans Knocked Zimmer's, it out of the park. Yeah, Hans Zimmer's got about ten scores that I could make the case for being the best scores I've ever heard, but this one I feel like I could make the strongest case for it. It's just the most unique, and, uh, you know... It's not what you would expect from a big space movie, but it also feels like it's exactly how a space movie should sound. Um, and I just love the performances. I love the, the pathos. I love the ethos. It's just, it's all the, those are just fucking solid. And, you know my uh, favorite part of it? Murph! When he cries. It's Dr. Man. It's Dr. Dr. Man. Dr. Dr. Hugh Man. Man. So subtle. <laughs> it is so stupid. <laughs> I honestly, I, if I ever get to the chance to just kick the shit with Chris Nolan. I'm just like, dude, Dr. Man, what's the deal? <laughs> like, do, all due respect, you made some of my favorite movies ever. One of my, probably, because I'm, I'm a 20, mid-20s white guy, you're my favorite director working right now, other than Fincher, but you could really, can't really say Fincher's quote-unquote working right now. But, um, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Why Dr. Man? I don't understand it. But anyways, Love, and, Love Interstellar, 
itching to rewatch it, hopefully in 70 millimeter. Hashtag please, hashtag please, hashtag please. Yeah, I think about watching that movie maybe once a week. Same. It's just so good. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, Cody, I was, um, I was hanging out in um, my living room, obviously, because where else do people go now? And I was just scrolling through the channels with my dad, and we sit on a 2001 for a few minutes, and it was the scene in the bedroom, like they just got to the bedroom. And my dad's so like, at the end? Yeah. My dad's like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. It's like, Dad, what? He's like, I hated it. All right, he's like, I hate it. It sucks. It's like, I felt the same way too, Dad. But then I watched it again. He's like, I don't rewatch movies. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, your dad's a weird guy. He also didn't like, but he also hates a, he also hated the Clockwork Orange. So maybe he's just not a Kubrick guy. I don't know. I'll show that's, him eyes. That's I'll show him eyes wide shut. See how that sits for them. Oh, should that be a weird movie to watch with the parents? <laughs> Come on, let's all get you know, make pop some corn, watch eyes wide shut. Totally cool. <laughs> Alright, my turn? Better movie to watch than Wolf of Wall Street is all I'll say. But yeah, your turn with your number five. My number five is Ex Machina. Oh shit. Garland. And I can't neither of his the- movies made mine. Shit. <sighs> Anyone seen that show we made? I did. Uh, I actually, I'm going to talk about it later. Okay. Um, this movie was the first indie movie I remember going to see. Um, and it is the movie that introduced me, at least consciously, to... Which, which love of your life? Both. <laughs> My two favorite. Um, Donald Gleason and Alicia. Candor. And... Just what a movie. It's yeah. so good. Oscar Isaac's in it too. Mm-hmm. And he's excellent. It's just, I need to watch that again. Yeah. Also another movie I saw at the Regal Ithaca. And I was, I was at a, I was stationed at that little like table there, Cody, like ripping mm-hmm. tickets for a while. Cause I didn't like to do anything else. And I was lazy. And literally every time I tore tickets, I'm like, I'm not ticket for X. You see X Machina yet? Like you should probably go see Ex Machina. Like literally every single person, I would try to get them to go see Ex Machina, and it worked a handful of times. Which oh really? Honestly, is it's a good feeling. And whenever people were going to see Ex Machina, I was just like holding them up for ten minutes to talk about it. And when they came back, I was like, you know, hey, what'd you think? You know, I was such a douchebag about it, but like I got oh, I turned. I, I didn't I didn't care enough to talk to anybody. I just uh, ripped their ticket and sent them on their way. I didn't. Oh my god! I I just oh dude, I had so many good bits. I was so irresponsible. I don't. I don't know if you worked there at the same time as this guy, but Steven? his name fucking was, hates Stephen. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I hate. You knew, exa- you knew exactly what I was so talking about. Much he. Uh, he was too much. He was extra. I know. I was like, I'm like, you know, I'm me. I'm just. I like to have little chit chats and you know, joke around and you know, just you know. I don't. Know, I, I don't. Like talk, I like talking to people. I enjoy. I want to get there, get home, and get yeah. paid. And occasionally there were girls from school that I'd be like, hey, what's up, girl? You know, that kind of stuff. Not but funny. I like a little chit-chat. He takes it way too far. The conversation should end when both parties can feel that it needs to end. And he just takes it way past he that. He keeps going. I honestly, I can't, I'm honestly mad at you for bringing this person up into my life. Because I, I tried I'm so sorry. hard to block him out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Steven. Uh, and he said, what was that thing he used to say? Uh, he had this weird saying that I just wanted to throttle him for. But anyways, whatever. Moving on. Yeah, shout out to the real Ithaca, though. God, I, did, I, did I ever tell you guys how I left that job? Um, I feel like you did. I went to work, and I had an ear infection, so my ear hurt. So I left, and I did not go back. 
<laughs> you're that you're that asshole. Come on, that's awful. Yeah. But because I, but it's because I was like going back to school, and I just didn't feel like having that whole conversation. And like, oh, we could put you on for it. Like, I so I just left. I was like, whatever. What are you? I, I, I honestly, you have, just put just put your school leave form in, and then don't come back. Okay, but that means I have to do a form. It takes all of a minute. Listen, I already made the choice. Like that, I that is that was the third job that I just <laughs> I just stopped showing up to. <laughs> That's not good. That's not something. That's not. That's not something you want. Like, I hope that you don't put those people. Yeah, on don't put those references. people's references. No, they're not. Like, no, they're they're all stupid. Like, I'm a teenager. Jobs. All my like actual good, I relevant in my field jobs. I left on good terms. But for the stupid teenager jobs, I just stopped showing up. Honestly, I think that's the best way to do it. It's just me speaking on from my perspective. Oh, it's it's not the best way to do it. <laughs> as I I can tell you, as someone who's been. <laughs> screwed over by someone who's not shown up before having to work a double shift it's not bad and i wanted to hurt the person that did that i've never had to do a double shift at any job i've ever had oh i hate no. how many double shifts i've had sounds to do. terrible i don't really i feel i don't oh my god i do so many double shifts it's not even funny well, i would never do that fuck that do you get paid well were you paid time and a half because it feels a lot better when you get paid time and no a half. oh that's well that's your problem then Time and a half, baby. That makes it all. It makes it all worth it, kind of. Uh, Cody, that was your number five. Josh, number yes. five. Yes. Um, my five is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Very good movie. Very good movie. Incredible movie. Watched it drunk. Better. It was still awesome. Better than the original, wow. which is not a good movie. Oh, so. fuck. oh come on! You were Blade you Runner had, one. Is you a had good us. Movie. You had us in the palm of your hand. We could we could have gotten through this without any conflict. Well, you know. That's anyway, Blade Runner 2049 is an incredible... Okay, movie. let me ask you this, Great Josh, movie. though. Let me ask you this. Have you done them back-to-back? No. I would. I, I, wa- I mean, I watched, that. I watched Blade Runner the night before I saw Blade Runner 2049, so... so like, back, I tried to do it. Was that, before, back to was back that the once. first time you saw Blade Runner 2049? Huh? Did you do... Like, did you watch Blade Runner and then 2049? Was that the first time you saw 2049? The first time I saw it, yeah, when I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I think you should do that now that you like it a lot more. I'm telling but you, I, I, I was with you on Blade Runner. But I liked Runner. it I, this first time I saw it. Right. I was with you on Blade Runner for a while, just like 2001. I was like, you know what? Story isn't really gripping me. I tried to watch it like three times. That, but dude, that production design. So what? That music. It's just so atmospheric. And it like it creates the a world. The script and characters are so boring. I don't think so. I think it's mm, interesting enough. I mean, I, listen, I've, I've said many times, I could give a shit about the what does it mean to be human theme. I think I it's lame. I think it's boring. Deckard and whatever his weird remnant love girlfriend story. I don't care. Oh, man, that's, that's a hard, that's a bad take. Shit. That's a bad, bad take. 2049 actually has conflict and tension and drama and good characterization. And it's awesome. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> it does. I'm telling you, he goes. He has to kill before? all the Blade Runners. <laughs> he has to kill all the Blade Runners. Mason. I don't care enough, Mason. Go. Oh, it's so good. So good. Just, Just the production fine. design alone. Oh my god. Uh, uh, my number four, is Steve Jobs. Ow! Yeah, great. Very good. That's a movie that exists. Best Sorkin. Yeah, oh. I, I, I feel weird having it above 
it's like I said earlier, it's, with me, it's a constant, my evaluation is like, how much do I like it and what's the craft, baby? Social Network's craft and just how it's assembled is so much better than Steve Jobs, because it's Fincher, but Steve Jobs, it just hits so hard uh, in, in a lot of, in more visceral, just entertaining ways. I just love people, I just love two people in the room yelling at each other. It's just awesome. It's such a good time when they're yelling about interesting things and good things. And oh man, Jobs v. Scully, Dawn of Justice. I was so <laughs> hyped for that. I was like, oh, man, that was my like Thanos, whatever in 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 Endgame of like them taking down Thanos or like all those videos you see of people freaking out in Endgame. That's me every time I watch Stephen Jobs. It's just oh man, I just don't. The last, the only thing I'll say that it is proficiently and noticeably worse than Social Network is like. That last bit, I like all the father-daughter stuff leading up to it, but that last bit of of them in the third act just never has sat right with me. And I feel like, and I've said this before, I feel like the emotional hook is Jobs and Scully because it's more the father he never had, and that kind of bleeds into the whole how he parents his daughter because he ends up doing the same thing Scully did to him. That's mm-hmm. that's interesting. I just, I don't know, something about that I feel like needed an extra polish or two. But other than that, it's, you know... I talked. I've seen it more than any other movie on this list, even though that's getting cutting it pretty close. But whatever. Uh, Cody, number four. Number four is nineteen seventeen. Whoa! Yeah, I love nineteen seventeen. Do you know the writer of that is writing Tycho's movie, Star Wars movie? I didn't. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but hold on, Cody. It's a woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> we kid, we kid. She's Oscar nominated. Oh <laughs> Just a God. funny bit. Yeah, Don't say that. <laughs> Stop it. Women can't write. God. And according to Tommy Lahren, they shouldn't be able to vote either. What? Crazy. Anyways, nineteen seventeen. Why so high? Because it's great. Okay. <laughs> that was your favorite of the year, right? It was my favorite of the year. Okay. Well. You'll notice that. My top four movies are just taken from my favorite movies <laughs> list, or at least three of them are. Three of my four, are my top of the year. I mean, that's the same with me to all of us, I think, right? Most well, of these are. Yeah, most of mine are taken from the same. From but like years. lists we've already talked about. But oh, let's move on. Yeah, you bastard. Uh. You should have thought about that before <laughs> asking us to do a fucking well, hey, list you like those where movies, we covered so half of the movies from the like decade. You like those movies, so technically I win. For number four, Josh. My number four is my favorite horror movie of the decade. It's from 2019. You already know what it is. It is Dr. Sleep. I thought it was going to be 47 meters down. Whoops. No, that movie's terrible. Don't watch it. But you really um, like that one. Very I much. hate that movie with a fucking passion. Uh, Doctor Sleep is the sequel I never knew I wanted. I loved it. It combines the best of the... Wait, wait, Is this the, the theatrical and, or the three-hour cut? Uh, I don't know. I have to watch the three-hour cut again. The director's cut is significantly better than... I don't know. I don't think it's significantly better. I mean, I... I do. I do. Just from where... I was reading the book. It's, it's yeah, you much better. You come from a different perspective. What's so the I, what's the I, minute difference? About thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah, almost exactly thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the. I think probably the director's cut just because it feels more consistent with the movie. 
I also like that they cut it into chapters. Yeah, that's uh, that's part of what I mean. It's like oh, the shit, way it's really? structured, the way it flows. Yeah, you know how like The Shining has like day whatever or yeah, yeah, part- yeah. yeah, the Doctor Sleep does that. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, I love that movie. I love everything about it. It is again the movie I never knew that I needed, and I love it so much. When did you? I can't remember. Were you hyped for it coming in? I wasn't. I didn't really care one way or the other. I was like, "Cool, I guess a Doctor Sleep adaptation." And then I saw it was going to be a sequel to the Kubrick movie when the trailer came out. And then I got hyped about it. And then the movie came out, and it was life changing. Final question: Rose the hat. What about her? Hot. Just, I just want to know. Yes. Yep. Okay. Got it. Got it. She's so fucking good. There's more, oh my there's God. more of her in the uh, director's cut. Amazing. Uh, that scene where they like, who? who's the kid that they kill? Some famous kid? Uh, a trap. Uh, oh my God, that's... <laughs> Holy shit. See, I'm sorry. I know you guys love The Shining. I get it. It's great. That, to me, is one million times more unsettling than anything in The Shining. That just that that's scene. The, that's because you're, you're like five years old and don't appreciate art. Ah, man, I just, it's so much, like, blood, okay, how scary, though, is blood coming out of an elevator? Huh? Not that scary. It's Incredibly scary. How, what about that scares you? You think you're going to Honestly, it's just, I've never understood it. Exactly. That's my problem. It's a great visual. The lack of understanding in the imagery and the mysticism behind all of it, it's unsettling. That's unsettling. Right. People getting stabbed isn't unsettling. Every time I watch that. Every time I watch The Shining, I feel like Rose the Hat did in Doctor Sleep, where she just kind of looks at it, yeah, literally. shrugs and walks away. <laughs> but the rest of the movie's excellent. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, I love The Shining. I've seen it twice. That's big for me for horror movies. I don't do that, but it's never. I see it twice that. a year. So got him. I just got so owned, Cody. Boom. I think I've watched it twice this year already. Actually, I probably, I've probably seen it more than twice a year at this point. But is, that, is The Shining problematic, though? Probably. Who cares? That's a stupid word that people... I, I don't see how it could be. It's about... Other than them calling Indians. White people. <laughs> a little bit, uh... I don't know. A little bit, uh... You know? You notice how in that movie a white man kills a black man? That's actually symbolic of... <laughs> slavery in the united states what does that say about our society it says we live in a society and that's america nice i still prefer jack in uh batman but he does a good job in shining good nod good god no are there more speaking of are there more scenes of like the the other characters in the extended yes there are there's one extra scene do they do any scenes that aren't in the shining but take place in the timeline what do you mean like a scene that is like okay, like the the older Jack Torrance is in the scene, but it's yeah. not a scene from The Shining. Wait, what? They did that in you the mean, theatrical like, cut. You mean like re- recreations of the scene? No, I'm speaking specifically about Jack. Do we ever yeah. see? So there's a scene in in Doctor Sleep with Where Jack Torrance yeah. that isn't also in that isn't like a recreation or anything of The Shining. Yeah, that scene where he sits at the bar. Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Okay, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to get like an idea of how if I actually want to see the director's cut. There's just like an extended know, version of that. 
Like it goes on like five minutes longer. Okay. Awesome. Glad you dug that. I feel like that would easily have been like a eh, eh, remake that for you, but it ended up being good. That conversation kind of got me jazzed to come on and watch it again. I might do it. I'm, I'm, I want to watch them both back to back soon. Oh, that's interesting. That would be a good Halloween thing for me yep. to do. Yeah, little spooky. Little spooky. Shoot in the woods, though. Can't get my head wrapped around that, but in that, great movie. Uh, that makes three. My three. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Anybody? Cody? No. Nope. Cody? Oh, this is on your honorable mention. Sorry, forgot. You had Deathly Hollows. Well, um, the first man came out in 2004, so it couldn't make it. A much, 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 much better movie. We were doing so well. We were hashtag thriving, and then you had to bring up that content. Uh, Deathly Hollows, though, uh, I mean, come on. It's, it, I think it wrapped up the, the series as well as it could have. I mean, there's, yeah, you got your squabbles with a book, and everybody has a few. It's, you know, that's game for any adaptation, really. But the, as far as I'm concerned, this one really hit the moments that it needed to. That's, that Snape uh, into the Pensieve scene just never fails to make me cry. And that last moment of them uh, just amongst the rubble and then at the train at the train platform however many years later, 17 or 19 or something like that. Uh, I think it's 19. Also makes me cry. And, I mean, oh God. I'm just so glad for once that Warner Brothers was greedy as hell and made this and split it up into two parts because you just can't do this in one movie. There's too much lore, Cody. There's way too much lore. To cover it. I don't, I don't care. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, don't, I mean, Endgame certainly comes close in terms of scale and just kind of how many eyeballs it hit, but I don't think that a story has resonated with as big of a group of people as the Harry Potter series has. So there's my well, You know what's a yikes for me is I did not put that movie in my honorable mentions. Endgame? I meant to, yeah. Oh, yikes. Too bad for you, then. Speaking of you, Cody, you're number three. What? My number three is another Stephen King, and that would be It Part One. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Stephen King's It Part One, my bad. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I've talked enough about this movie. You can read my review on Letterboxd. Would you feel comfortable saying Part One and Part Two? Um... Or would you have to move it down the list? As a combined thing? Yeah. Yeah, maybe put it at nine. I feel like you and I liked part two more than most people. Yes. (sighs) I enjoy part two. Honestly, if I cared, I would think more about it, but I don't get why people hate it so much. It was never going to be as good as part one. Just because the book isn't, from what I understand. But it was then change solid. things. Do what? Then change things. Make it better. It's called an adaptation. But how do you... I don't know. I, I, again, I haven't thought about it a lot, but I don't know how you make it any better. It just kind of is what it is. They come back you and write, they have to the fight story, the spider. Change it so it's not repeating the same thing six times for three hours. Yeah, but what... Okay, but what is, all, what is the alternate... What's the better version of it, Chapter 2, look like? I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm not making it. That's they not my it job. Up. Yeah, but they, why would they change? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Because it doesn't work the way it is, so change it. It feels mm. like it worked as well as it could have, though. 
because it, it's just following the path set by the first movie. And you can't just, like, oh, it's Chapter 2 comes out, and now it's an action movie, and there's a bunch of bits, and we're basically making sure aliens. Can. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, James Cameron did it, and it worked pretty well then. Well, according to you. Yeah, according people to like people. like it, so you can't change it. Boom, got him. Anyways. Stephen King's it. Cody, any more? No. Uh, it's good. I like it. It was my favorite movie of 2017? Yes. Um, yeah, I don't... Are you like, I, I've, I've said enough. <laughs> the nostalgia? Oh, yeah. Well, you, how many times have you watched it since it came out in theaters? I don't know, maybe five or six. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot, a lot. Hmm, cool. Josh, number three. Number three is Whiplash. Nice. Great. Very good movie. Incredible movie. The best. Best J.K. Simmons. Best Damien, Damien Giselle, arguably only good Damien Giselle movie. Hmm. What? I thought you liked First Man. It's good. But you just said, but you just said it was the only good one. Whiplash was the only good one. La La Land sucks. Whiplash is a great movie. Cody, I think you've heard I love with all my heart. Book em, boys. Listen, it's another, it's along the same lines as Arrival. If not for Miles Teller, I would have liked it a lot more. That's just the fact of life. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, it's, it's, you have, no you Miles have Teller? Awesome movie. With Miles Teller? It's pretty, as good as it can be. It's because you're just weird. It's like J.K. Simmons. He's one of the best part him. of me. Miles Teller is a fantastic actor. But J.K. Simmons. is also fantastic. And he, he just, for me, he just blows Miles Teller off the screen. Every, every, I know that's kind of the point in the, but like, and it's, it works well for the most part. Cause, but then at the end, it's like th- when they're like equals or whatever, they're not equals. Also, one of, one of the best scenes in that movie that I just love is when they see each other outside of school contexts in like that, that jazz club or something like that. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things like when you see your teacher at the grocery store, I'm sure you felt this way uh, sometimes, Cody, in your job life i guess but like when you see teachers out of a context that you knew them in you know it's weird like i went to a concert a year or so ago and saw like my 10th grade history teacher and we were just totally broned down like drinking and stuff and i was like oh man you're just like a guy now i don't have to i don't have homework that i'm that i do we're just dudes we're just a couple guys it's weird and i I love (laughs) i love that scene it was a really really cool scene but yeah tell her no like, Logan Lerman could have done an okay job, maybe. Asa Butterfield should have been Teller, fine. Miles Teller was fantastic, and he did a great job, so I don't know what you're talking about. Miles Teller looks like Squidward, and you know it. You are judging an actor because you don't like his face. Listen, film is an aesthetic medium. It's supposed to be aesthetically you are, pleasing. You, He's you, not aesthetically you are, pleasing to me. <laughs> oh my god, that is the shit I've ever heard in my life. What, the walked into is, it, though. Film is aesthetic, it is. Whiplash good, though. Caravan, right? Yes. Right? Yes. Yes, I agree. Number two for me, right? You done, Josh? You good? Yep. Cool. Number two. I've talked about this movie to death. I just rewatched it a couple of weeks ago. Cried again. No shame in that. 
yeah, I don't know. I just I talk about it a bunch. So just look, check out my letterbox and look for any top five list, and it probably I probably forced its, it's way in there at some point. It's not. I, I love I love that movie, but it does not it doesn't match up to the rest of these twenty five or so. My number two is Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Again, talked about it a lot. You both know how much I love it. Everyone knows how much I love it. Uh, I could watch it literally any day. Uh, don't know why this movie casts this strong of a spell on me, but it just kind of has. And Gary Oldman is my dad, so that's that. Cody, your number two. My number two is her. Ugh. Yeah. Chris, great what? movie. No, it's all right. It's good. Excellent. Love Perfect it. Movie. Joaquin Phoenix, though. What's yeah, his deal? Great. It's fantastic. What's that guy's problem? He's very good. I don't know. Why do you not like him for some reason? I don't know. I really don't know. Truthfully, Josh, I cannot give you a good reason why I don't like Joaquin Phoenix. He's been in great movies. He works with awesome directors. He is. He commits to roles. He does everything. You just don't like his face. He should, no, I like his face. He's got a cool face. He's got a dangerous kind of James Deany kind of face. I don't know. I don't understand why I don't like him. I would love to. I would love to like. I would love to love the master because the master is great, but I can't get into it because of him. Her, I remember adoring, but I can't get into it because of him. Walk the line. I thought he was really good in that one. No, you know, no meme, and uh, I enjoyed him in that. But eh, nothing else just connects with me. I don't know. But Cody, it's your movie. So what? Why? How did it connect with you? Everything. I think it's one of. Joaquin Phoenix's best performances. I think it's one of Scarlett Johansson's best performances, and she's just a voice. Oh, yeah. Um, How did he pick the two people who I just do not like? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's another thing. It's like, if that's, um, if that Twombly guy is played by ah, Mark Ruffalo, just to bring a name that I remembered, and then the it was Alicia Vikander's The Voice. I love that movie. I would love that movie. Can't get into it. Yeah, I don't know. That would be pretty great. Would be pretty great. But her, were you? Let me ask you. Were you sad when you saw this? Was I sad? Yeah. Not the first time I saw it. No. No, you you weren't sad. Not like no. that sad that day, but just like generally sad. No. no. Did you see in the theater? I can't. Yeah, I did. I think I did. I have no idea though. I remember watching in the theater, but I don't think I saw it in the theater. It might have been a dream or something. I don't know. Good movie, though. Good movie. Excellent. I'm pretty sure. Wow. You really, you really love that movie. I don't... That's crazy. I don't get it, but... It just doesn't... If I had to pick a movie you'd love, I would never have think thought yeah, I really like just... It's sci-fi, but it's the, not I like, big I like sci-fi. the feel of it. I really like the music in that movie. No. And I just like the way it's set up. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I wish I could tell you. Mm. It's almost like the Miles Teller's face of uh, movies. Of liking things. Yeah. Mm. Good for you. Good for you, though. Glad you like it. Josh, number two. Number two is the best superhero movie of all time. Uh, finally, I'm getting into the Kino. Logan. Who directed that? You can fill in, you can fill in the blanks. <laughs> What's the movie about? What's the main theme? 
Logan, great movie, superhero, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. Love the movie. It's awesome. I've talked about it enough. I don't need to say anymore. <laughs> I like that. That's how. That's just all we have to say about, about all of our favorite movies. Yeah, whatever. We what, what else you know. do we have to say about it? How is it sad with you? It came out three years ago. Like, do you, Have that you watched it more? What have you gleaned from it? What have you appreciated now that you didn't? Ago. It's better now than it has ever been. I love it. Okay. It makes me realize how much, how much most of the other X-Men movies suck even more. Well, hold on now. Have you not seen The Last Stand? Last Stand rules. If we're being serious, first class of days... No. First class of days of your past are great. Days of Future Past and First Class are amazing. Yes. X-Men, X-Men 3, X-Men Origins, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix, they all suck. You said the original X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Have you seen it lately? It sucks. No, I'm not not defending it. It's it's X-Men. Who gives a shit? But yeah, it's bad. X two is good though. X two is great. Oh, shit! What was that? Oh my god! Do you guys remember how bad Apocalypse was? I don't remember Apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> that was awful. Like, there's like four good movies out of ten or eleven. Does Deadpool count? Yes. Not counting, not not counting Deadpool. Okay, so that's that would be two more bad movies. Well, one more bad movie. Those are those are great movies. First Deadpool was good. It was great. Deadpool. Deadpool two is better than Paddington two. <laughs> I don't know if you guys Deadpool. remember. This is a really deep cut, but Deadpool is has one particular happy memory associated with it for me. <laughs> I'll fill you in later. Uh, yeah, Logan, twenty seventeen, directed by James Mangold. Art. Yeah. Movie, content, film, picture? Yes. Alright, content. Got it. Got it. Unless you make a case for another, then I'm just going to put it down as content. Is that right? Fuck Venom. Ah, oh, I don't mention Venom. <laughs> I love Venom. Let there be carnage. Oh yeah! It's going to be awesome. God. I cannot wait. They are totally, oh my god, Circus, they're going to make this thing fucking stupid. It's going to be great. Ugh. I don't understand you. Get Venom out of my eyeballs now. I just love, Venom is such a fun character. I'm sorry, I, I know it's like, oh, he doesn't work without Spidey. That's fine. But, like, he's so funny. He's like, we suck, Eddie. We're losers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Venom walked so Joker could run, is all I'm saying. Why are you this way? You can't even compare <laughs> those two movies. I know. One's one's good and the other's Joker. Got it. Boom. Yikes. Roasted. <laughs> I love Venom. <laughs> yeah, what's your number? What's your number one? Oh, we're at, oh, that was your two, Josh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. This comes as no surprise. We just talked about this a few months ago. My number one of the decade, my number one of all time, is Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. Booyah! Um, what's that? What'd you say, Cody? Oh, you do? You want me to recite the Jimmy Hoffa monologue? Got it. No, I'm right, good. Give me one second. Give me just one oh, second. Jesus Christ. You dumb motherfuckers! You know what you did? You let Johnny O'Rourke's kid... No, I'm right. Never mind, I'm not going to do it. I I want you both to know that I could. That fucking cocksucking Kennedy's got his nose up my ass everywhere I go. You don't know that they're hounding me. They look at everything I do and you let this happen. I'm going to jail. 
I'm going to prison. You understand? Because you. Dumb motherfuckers. Anyway. Okay, you just said you weren't going to do it. That was only like 50% of this thing. Maybe 30%. But anyways, I, The Irishman is like my... It's my shit. Uh, I've seen it so many times. I will see it so many more. I love my, my beautiful father, Jimmy. My beautiful other father, Russell. And then uh, Frank, who's also great, but don't nowhere near my love for for Pesci and Pacino. Oh man, they're just uh, they're two kings squaring off in in a heated battle. And yeah, we do stand a king. We do that's stand for a sure. King. And Pacino just goes fucking off, man. He's screaming the entire time, bitching about ice cream, calling people cocksuckers. Ah, oh, it rules. It rules so hard. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get the Criterion. Uh, it's going to come out at some point. I'm probably going to get two copies because I just know that I'm going to wear out one of them. So I just want to have one. You will not ready. wear one out. Come on. I do. <laughs> okay. I will. Uh, Dar- I wore a Dark Knight, so I'm just saying. I'm just thinking pragmatically. It's like probably should get two just in case. Um, but yeah, the, uh, Martin Scorsese's The Irishman 2019, directed by Martin Scorsese. My number one of pretty much any list I could ever come up with, except worst movies list, because it's awesome. Cody, your number one is... One guess? Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. I'm going to go with Justice League. Yes. No, it was, um, Spider-Verse. What? Did you win the Kino Award again? Let's find out. What do you love about so. Spider-Verse? Everything. Mm-hmm. I loved the story. I loved the animation. I loved... Okay, but Cody, I, need to, I, need to, I just need to tell you one thing real quick. Are you sitting down? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man isn't white. <laughs> what movie have I been watching? <laughs> oh, my God. This just keep happening to me. <laughs> how, am I supposed to, how am I supposed to identify with him? I know, he's it's not almost white. like you have to use empathy. It's so weird. Gross. Cody he's, Cody, he's half black and half Latino. That's not even... He's, Set pick out. one. <laughs> That's a good bet. It's a really good bet. No, Miles and Miles rules. But Spider-Verse, how many times have you seen it? I feel like you saw it five times in theaters or something like that. Um, I... Saw it probably three times in theaters. Oh, okay. Three or four. Right. What's the most times either of you have seen a movie in theaters? Three or four. Oh, shit. I try to limit it to three. I think my highest is eight. That's a hard... I think it's yeah, either... Can... <laughs> it's probably either Dark Knight or Irishman. We want to know numbers, not Maybe... Movies. Hold on, I have a list for this. You better believe you... I do. Of course you do. Listen, I'm listen, Mister. I have uh, you called it down. I guess I can't really say that, but good for you, by the way. Finally, eliminating top five composers who were born via cesarean, cesarean section, like all that bullshit. That was nonsense. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Those you made like a million lists, and I feel like one of them was like you know top five, which I can, which I can now delete all your comments on. I know that's my, that, what the fuck letterbox. Hell yeah. I can get with the times. Josh, I don't What's... know if you realize this, but they are suppressing my free speech and limiting the marketplace Good. of ideas. Good. The marketplace of ideas. Anymore? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start an all right letterbox where we just <laughs> where we just log gonna... Michael Bay films. I wonder if right. it's getting people... late, Mason. Let's okay. move this along. Alright. Who's number one is it? Yours. You. Oh, mine. Okay. Uh, mine is the movie that somebody brought up earlier. It's Inception. Oh, nice. Wow. That's 
I'm surprised. Have I, ta- have I not talked about how much I love I don't think we haven't talked, talked about Inception about very much. We should do that. Have we done it's a Christopher favorite, Nolan? It's my favorite Nolan movie. A Christopher Nolan what, Cody? Um, retrospective? don't think so. Could, could do it in July. He gets his way. Okay, so I saw I saw Dark Knight seven times in theaters. That's my that's the most. Irishman 4, Star Wars Force Awakens 4, Avengers Endgame, Dark Knight Rises, Hollywood 3. And that's as okay. best as I can know. But yeah. Dark Knight. Inception. Yes. Incredible movie. I love it. It's perfect to me. It's his masterpiece. To me, it's where Nolan peaked, and I don't think he's ever going to make a movie that, to me, is better. Um, I love it. I think it's smart. Interesting, because he already has. No, he hasn't, actually. He's made a bunch of movies. called Tenet. No, Tenet is not even close to as good. Um, You haven't seen it. What are you talking about? I thought you said Dunkirk. What the fuck? (laughs) See, see you don't even believe what you say. You just say it because you want to disagree with me. Cody, mark that as evidence. Tenet, I think, will probably be his best movie to me since uh, Inception. But, um, yeah, probably. Anyway, because it looks more like, in, it looks kind of like an Inception type movie. I mean, it's, you no, know, sure. mystery, sure. weird Espionage, world, time, yeah. action thriller. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, just, do you guys remember Aaron Taylor Johnson and Himesh Patel are in it? I just want to remind you guys that because yeah, I completely awesome. forgot. That's we awesome. haven't seen either of them. Yeah, I'm really yeah. interested to see what Aaron Taylor Johnson does with it. I, I, I like the Inception. To me, I don't think any movie since is topless. It is the best blend of like auteur filmmaking. To without sounding too much like a pretentious prick. Yeah, you sound like me. Uh, Sounds weird. And blockbuster filmmaking. I would I say Skyfall. No, uh, good movie, but no, it's just, it's so, it has such a high, I don't know. I don't know if high intelligent is the right word. It's not, it's not sophistication is what you're thinking of. Yeah. It's, it's, it's has such a sophisticated concept. Um, well, the movie is basically about filmmaking. It's it's really complex yet. It's also simple at the same time. Um, and it's just the way it, all comes together and it presents its ideas and everything that on a way that it's easily, at least I think it's easily accessible to right. most people. Um, unless you're like a child cause they will be lost, but, um, I don't know. It just, it works for me. I think the acting is incredible. I think the cast is perfect. I think the, the visuals, the storytelling, the pacing, the story, the script, the direction, there's everything about it. The score, it's, it's probably my favorite Hans Zimmer score. Um, I love that movie. It's amazing. Have you guys read those those kind of like not theories so much as interpretations that it's it's about it's a movie about filmmaking about how like Dom is the director and I've heard that I yeah. don't know anything about it I think Joseph Gordon Levitt is the best boy or something like that the production assistant basically a worthless <laughs> job um, <laughs> Tom Hardy's like I think he's like the stunt choreographer or something like that I don't know, it's a very interesting interpretation of it and. Like people think that Nolan might have subliminally been writing about filmmaking while he made a movie, and yeah, and like you, you know, movies about Hollywood are not interesting to me for the most part. They're fun, you know, but most of the time they just come off as like patting yourself on the back. This movie's actually about the art of movie making, I think, and I don't know, I've always, I really want to rewatch it again under the that kind of a looking through it from that kind of lens. Haha, <laughs> funny. Uh, and like you were, you just sort of alluded to Josh. If they do a Nolan retrospective, I'm so fucking there. 
because I really need to see Inception again. I really want to see, or I really want to see Interstellar again, and I'm dying to see Inception on the big screen for the first time. I cannot believe it's taken, like I've been living and been able to access New York City for however many years now, and nobody's ever shown it. The fuck is up with that? It's ridiculous. I mean, it's the 10-year anniversary, so I'm sure they probably would have done something this year. But. Yeah, but, like, how many... They've shown Dark Knight a bunch of times. They've shown, like, you know... Well, that's... I know, I know. Japan, but, like, but it's that. fucking Inception. It's, you know, it was the big, it's the biggest original movie probably since Jurassic Park. Like, how do you not show that all the fucking time? I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Uh, one day. Just making the anticipation grow. So we've got uh, Inception, uh... The Irishman and Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Cody, you win the Kino Award again. Congratulations. Hell yeah. I didn't ha- I didn't obviously didn't have any comic book movies. Josh, you had you just had Logan, right? Yes. Oh you had, oh you did? And uh, and Spider-Verse. Okay, so hmm. can't believe none of us put Endgame or Infinity War on there. That's crazy. I think it's pretty believable that none of I mean, us I, did. I, 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 I love Endgame. I think Infinity War is great, but they're not. I mean, they're, they'd be like they'd be like top twenty-five honorable mentions, but yeah, a lot of hard cuts. But, but yeah, those are the ten of the decade. It was a good decade. Good year. Is Cody, can Cody make his announcement now about lists? Sure, he already did. Oh, he already did. did. Oh, I guess I missed that. Didn't he? Didn't you? Maybe. Oh, well, oh I was yeah, because I joked it. about cutting you. Yeah, at the let's, I'll just say it again in case you missed it the first time. This was the final not end of the year list episode of this because lists are dumb. For now, so he's I'm gonna go, he's going to go back on this. You know, I have my ways. I'm well aware, but it's what it is. It's fine. <laughs> thank you for let quoting, him do what he needs. Thank you to for do. quoting the Irishman to end this all out. I really appreciate that. It's been it's been a ride, but watching. Reading, <laughs> listening to. Since I mentioned it, I'll start with devs. Have you guys seen it? No, nope. no, but I want to. Okay. Speaking as a huge fan of Alex Garland, again, Ex Machina, top five or so of 2015. Annihilation, number one of 2018. Rewatched it the other day. Loved it. Did not like devs. It's too bad. It does the same things that those two shows, that those two movies do. It is heady sci-fi. Some of its ideas are really, really fascinating. As a story, though, not a fan. And I guess just aesthetically, like, the performances in Ex Machina are brilliant. The performances in Annihilation are brilliant. The performances in Devs, other than Nick Offerman, who's obviously great, and Allison Pill, who is fucking phenomenal... I take back everything I said about Alison Pill. She's just not used right. She's an incredible talent. The main two characters, like, there's a girl and then this guy who's uh, her ex-boyfriend, kind of mild spoiler, they are legitimately bad actors. She is so bland and boring and has no charisma. It's kind of the point of the character, but even then, nothing about her or that guy made made me want to watch them. If the show had cast those two better ones, I still wouldn't like it all that much because I'm not crazy about where the places the story goes, even though it's really, really it's interesting and fun to follow. The show at, at right now is like a 5 out of 10 for me because it's like a limited series, so there's no season 2, so boom, it's over. Uh, if those two are cast with better actors, it's probably an 8.5 or something like that because they are just so, 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 so bad. And... I don't know. I don't know what happened because he directs. He made Gina Rodriguez tolerable, so I don't know how these two weren't at least okay. 
So I don't know, but I was really bummed out by it. But um, I really I enjoyed a lot of it. It just didn't come together for me. But yeah. And then I think I wanted to. Oh yeah. And then there's a listening to. There is an album called Passwords. It's a couple years old. I think 2018 by the band Dawes that I've been listening to. That is very very good. Um, and then since nobody else watched it because you guys are psychopaths and I hate you both. Bad Education is another home run from Corey Finley. He's one of the most exciting young talents working right now. I cannot wait to see what he does next. Uh, and Bad Education ruled. It's uh, up in contention for my favorite movie of the year. And who knows what that list is going to look like. Yikes. Yeah, it's not like there's that many to choose from at this point. I got I got 12 movies on my list. And three of them honestly have been awesome. So good year so far. In that one specific area. Um, Cody, do you want to talk about Red Sun briefly? Not really. Why not? It was fine. Yeah. It was the comic book. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. But I, I, think actually, oh, I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I, ne- I haven't read the comic book. Does it do it justice or is it? I mean, it's the story. Is this right. the, is this the two part one or is that something else? No, no that's. I think you're dark and I don't know. Which, probably. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. This is like, this is one part. 84 minutes, wow. I still contend that if you get, if you put two and a half hours into that instead of 84 minutes, live action, good director, stars, and all that kind of stuff, that's the best Superman movie, because the story in this is brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. So many great twists and turns. Just fascinating overall. But, it's a DC anime movie. It's great. I really like the way they do Batman in it. I think it's very interesting. Yes. I, didn't, I had no idea he was in it. I was, or Wonder Woman, for that matter. I was totally taken aback. I was like, wait, what? And then, yeah, Batman was cool. I like how he died, too. Spoilers. Also, what is... Why is... Is it explained in the graphic novel why when Superman drops into Kansas, he's gotten, he, his costume has an S, but when he drops in Russia, it's got a hammer and a sickle. I, I, what was the, what's the point <laughs> of that? It's not like he was wearing an American flag in... When he was normal Superman. Um, I don't know, because the Soviets love some bulls, I guess. <laughs> I just love I just love hearing Superman be like, you capitalist pig. Like, yes, Fuck yeah, it's, Superman. It's interesting. <laughs> it if you awesome. ever I would so watch awesome. it. It's it's worth a worth a gander. I wouldn't buy it, but I would I'd rent it. Yeah. I rented it, it's good. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's uh, that would be an awesome... I don't know if they're going to be doing like these one-off Superman movies or if they're going to try to make a new narrative of it, like a long-form extended universe kind of thing, but this this story has got to see the light of day at some point. It is great. Oh, man. I just... Mm. But it's just frustrating because these things, like they're going to make Long Halloween next and it's going to be 84 minutes and it's going to suck and I'll be saying the same shit again. Or they completely change it That'll make me sad. Up. Like they did with Hush. Did you ever see Hush? No. Oh, God. Ass. Actual ass. <laughs> Somebody the shit movie. on my face. Spread it all around for 84 minutes. Oh, my God. I don't it's, understand. Uh, okay, can't talk about that. Makes me upset. Um, I've heard nothing but good things from everyone else. Have you really? Who are you talking so. about it? Batman Hush? So make sure that they're talk. Cause make sure they're not talking about the graphic novel. Graphic novel is good, not my favorite, but it's good. Movie dog shit, absolute dog shit. 
to find in me anybody talking good about Bam and Hush, and I will give you five dollars each. I don't know. Everyone I follow on Letterboxd, yours is the only negative review of it. Really, that is fascinating. Are you following morons? I don't know. He might be. Well, he follows both of us, so yes. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Okay. I just like there's a, there's only a handful of movies. It's like I just don't understand how anybody could find any enjoyment out of this, and Batman Hush is one of them. I just, ugh, blows my mind. But anyways, uh, Cody, other watching and listening to for you. I'll stop talking. I've been playing The Witcher three, and it is easily one of the best games I've ever played, and I highly suggest it. Quick question. Sports? It's a card game. Okay. Mental sports. Is it, uh, do, have you seen the series yet? Yeah. Is it good? You like it? Yeah, it's excellent. Nice. Got that good Henry Cavill. Mm. Is there any other Henry Cavill? Sad. Ah, oh, man. Wait, what was that movie that I wanted to watch? As I said, I was going to watch earlier. Do you guys remember? Nope. Shit. I thought of, I want to watch Man from Uncle. And I should have double featured that with whatever I said I wanted to watch. Fuck. I'll <laughs> have to listen back and find it. Anyways, yeah, Witcher. And uh, this third game of four, or is this the most recent one? It's the most recent. Okay. Did it just come out, or has it been out for a while? It came out, out five years ago. <laughs> A little late, don't you think? I'm just now beating it. Good for you. Good for you. All right, Josh, watching and listening to. Um, what have I seen? Um, I saw a Michael Bay movie that I actually liked. It's the rare kind. Pain it's called Game? The Rock. Oh. No. Did you watch Pain and Gain? No, I don't have any desire to watch that. Yeah, uh, The Rock. I don't know why you hated it so much. It's easily one of his better movies. I'm pretty sure that caught me on a bad day. I was because I don't. I I watched a scene on YouTube and I was like, "Oh, this doesn't seem terrible." But then again, it's Michael Bay. It's it's one of the few movies that is aware that it's stupid, and he actually makes it fun. And it's not like two hours and seventy million minutes long. So yeah, it's a it's fun. I like it. I will probably never watch it again, but I enjoyed it. Just Uh, just do me a favor. Do not watch Six Underground. Spend. Don't make the mistakes that I did. I'll probably see it eventually. That movie is... It's it's a hemorrhoid put on screen. Except, um, actually, well, Dave Franco gets ganked in, like, the first 15 minutes, so like, that's kind of worth it. He get oh, he gets obliterated. It's why great. do you hate Dave Franco? I like Dave Franco. He just... Uh, he's not talented enough to be to be who he is. He's only like who he is because of his brother. Franco. I don't like nepotism unless you're really, really good. If you're really good, fine. You would have been great regardless. But he is just totally okay. He should not be famous. James is uh, whatever. But Dave, no thanks. Uh, I saw the original Dune, the David Lynch movie. The original uh, what? It's Dune. The original what? I'm not saying dunk. Ah! He just did. <laughs> Checkmate. Fuck you. Anyway. Um, I'm right it's, to my uh, it's, it's, it's something. Yeah? It's, What's, it's, what, now, what, I want to know, what went wrong, do you think? I mean, it's very clearly clear that they took an entire book that is currently being split into two, crammed it into a two-hour movie, and trying to turn it into an art house film. Oh, oh so interesting. Yeah, it's a. I can see the elements of a great epic kind of sci-fi franchise story there. Mm-hmm. It was just put into the wrong hands. 
And I love David Lynch, just he was not the right person to make it. Um, there's cool things in it. It's visually amazing. And I like the score. Okay. That's about it. Um, otherwise, it's really just kind of weirdly paced, and it's very... Stuff. Sometimes it's like moving, and then sometimes it's just things just aren't happening, and there's weird imagery, and mm. people are... Like, the, f- the whole opening scene is bizarre. Um, but it's just... I, it, I, I'd say check it out just out of curiosity. Hasn't tampered your your anticipation for no because I mean I could the the novel is like one of the most acclaimed things ever and I trust Denis Villeneuve. Um, what else did I watch? I watched all the Harry Potter movies. All great. Why'd you do that? Just felt like it, or was there oh, a reason? Um, well, the girl that I'm currently dating is a huge Harry Potter fan, hmm. so that got me in the mood to watch Harry Potter. Um. I'm also building a fake Lego castle. So, <laughs> so I don't understand. I, Henry, I do not understand Rick. how it is taking you so long. Do you know how many pieces are in that thing? A bunch, I bet. But six thousand. It's the second largest set ever made. Okay. So I also wrong. take. I also don't just spend hours and hours and hours a day doing it. I do it in chunks. So, what else so do I you can't have to just, do? I can't just sit on the floor and do Legos for an how's, entire day. Uh, how's Animal Crossing, though? I failed. <laughs> it's so boring. We could have... You, you, you just vibe, bro. You just vibe in the whole time. I mean, time. I still have it. I'll touch it, like, once every couple of days for a few minutes just to, like, you whatever. What, 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 so what fruits do you have? What, what? What fruits do you have on the trees? I don't know. The pears? Oh, nice. Oranges? No, you only have one. I don't know. I have oranges. Okay. You have oranges. <laughs> you have oranges. There you go. What would um, you, you, you name your island? <laughs> I don't remember. I named it after some horror movie. I named, I named mine Pen Island. I don't get it. Why? Are you a writer? Sp- spell it out. P-E-N. Penis Land. L-A-N-D. Pen Island. Josh got it. I don't get it. I named. Do you guys want to take a guess? It was what I named mine. Stupid Bill. Uh, no. Brooklyn. <laughs> and I knew Manhattan. That's You're close. The worst. Person. <laughs> I forgot what borough you lived in. <laughs> I, I miss it so much. God. Wait, where are you? Huh? Where are you? In upstate. Oh. Okay. At, a, at an undisclosed location. Why? I don't know. Oh, oh, why why did I leave New York City during the middle of a pandemic, Josh? Hmm, not sure. Let me get back to you. I mean, you still live there. I don't know. know. Your apartment is there. That's true. Just stay in. Just stay in. It's a whole thing. Also, like, coming here meant I didn't have to buy groceries, so, you know, kind of worth it. Kind of worth it. Because I'm really, I'm trying to take a trip out to, oh, you'll like this. I'm trying to take a trip to Colorado this winter to the Stanley Hotel. Where right. Stephen King wrote The Shining, so I'm saving up for that, and that'll make be a lot easier if I can not have to buy groceries for at this rate the rest of my life. But yeah, anyways, fun times. Uh, next week got something fun, as I'm sure most of hashtag Film Twitter will be doing. Uh, Capone is out, and we'll be talking about it. Stoked. Oh, will we? Oh, okay. Yeah, I want, I want to talk about it. Uh, I like Capone. Is that going to be like on a streaming service or is it like a VOD thing? I don't know. Yeah, it'll be around. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Hopefully, at least, because, I don't know, Trank is... You never know that guy. You never know that guy. 
one one day he's saying smart things, and the next day he gets drunk and goes on a Twitter tirade. Who knows? Nothing but respect for Arcane. He's sloppy. He, he may not be that talented. Then he deletes all his tweets and then comes back a month later. No, he does. <laughs> he does like once every other month. I swear to God, <laughs> he just he just goes on a, a tirade and just says stupid shit, and then he deletes everything. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that he does not have a publicist. No, he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. Or if he does, that pub- he's probably cycling through a bunch of publicists that all kill themselves. <laughs> it's like, oh, I need to publicist. this. Mine just jumped in front of a fucking train. Mine I'm sure he's a nice guy. He just doesn't... He just well, does stupid you know, things. you know. There were those things about him wrecking that house with his dog, so... I don't, I don't I know. Think we'll see. Bullshit. Mm, you know. I don't think That's you just... I, you know what, I don't think you just you say what, somebody, took, like, destroyed took, a house. They took 30% of his movie out of his budget before shooting, so... Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't have a reason to be frustrated, but he destroyed a house. A rental, no less. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let, let's, oh, let's call it before we get too into this. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. But next week, some more Trank discussion, TBC. So, But until then, you can follow us, Enderscore on the Twitter, Lead Nights Interview, check us out on Spotify, send us an email, RealFlixPodcast, at gmail.com. And until next time, Josh, Cody, go God. <laughs> Good, goodbye. Watch Chronicle. I watched that. I'll give. I'll give one more thing. I'll give Trank credit for this. He kicked Maclandis off his set. Max Landis off his set very early. So, you know, yeah. that's a win in my book. Let's